everybody. It's me, Michelle. I'm here at the start of the podcast. So I'm here to let you know that I did a bad job on the recording and my audio is all kinds of fucked up. Uh, it's got the kind of a omnipresent little bit of static in this episode. Hopefully it is tolerable for you. Um, it's not so bad though. Um, there's also some awesome things in my audio like rogue cicadas and children on the porch who I don't know who they are, where they came from, or why they're so loud. Uh, there's only so much I could do to reduce that. So I thought I'd give you a heads up at the start. But we thought this episode was still funny. We talk about prison pets. We talk. We rank the animals. We have a grand time talking about the Ace Attorney Cafe. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, I'll do a better job next time. I love you. Talk to you soon. to this and it's attorney fancast i'm stephanie one of the seven wonders i'm michelle a fatal pepper accident waiting to happen yo 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 everybody what's up it's summer i think outside sounds sounds about right <laughs> uh anyway um what's the news like michelle <laughs> <laughs> jump right into it. look the action-packed show today we're probably gonna run long but um so the first news is kind of sad news maybe it's that um takeshi yamazaki who's been the director and head writer for both investigation games and dual destinies and uh, spirit of justice is leaving capcom uh-oh so on hey, one hand, that it's sounds like, like an the, uh-oh. the knee-jerk reaction is like sounds like an uh-oh. He's still going to work in game dev, and but he's doing other stuff. Um, so the gut reaction is an uh-oh because uh, Investigations One and from what we've seen, Investigations Two are pretty good. But a lot of people don't like Dual Destinies and SOJ, us included. That we didn't like SOJ. Yeah. So like. Is it good? Is it bad? It's probably bad, but like maybe they can get a new person to write the next Ace Attorney games. Haha, <laughs> there won't be any. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, see, that's what my worry is, is that they're just gonna not replace him and it's gonna like just die in the corner. Yeah, that's totally possible. To be fair, it's dying in the corner and this guy's like, mmm, pile of trash here. Peace! And then left this pile of trash here. <laughs> Someone can't, I can't blame up. any person for leaving their job. Uh, honestly, like that's. I hope he wasn't forced out. That's really my only. I hope he left of his own free will. <laughs> which, uh, which uh, Kevin, our friend Kevin, uh, he he brought up. He's like, maybe they'll do a Castlevania situation where he's like, bye, Capcom. I'm gonna make Ace Attorney, but not wink, wink on the side. <laughs> which I doubt that's gonna happen. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, the second piece of news is that if you go to the court records um, Twitter, which is uh, at court records underscore, 
they've put up a video of a person who went to the Capcom Cafe, the Ace Attorney Cafe. And I didn't, so I didn't, I saw that, but I didn't watch it until currently, right? I didn't watch it until just before we started recording. And I was like, oh, I should watch this. And my sound had terrible problems. And so I finally, finally watched it. And I can confidently say I've never seen a food review or a cafe review or a Japan thing review give less fucking information <laughs> than this video. You gotta link a girl. I have not heard or seen this. <laughs> well, let me, I mean, I'm going to preface you and then I'm going to do this for everyone who is in their car or whatever, like who is, who is not able to watch this video. Our listeners aren't old enough to drive cars, Michelle. <laughs> sure. Great. Fine. That's, that's Roger this. Um, it's got, it's got some funny parts where he, he highlights a piece, a giant Phoenix statue, which is, pointing but if you get in close the fingers are just all fucked <laughs> six ways to sunday completely fucked but he um he goes into it assuming that the food is going to be overpriced and disgusting then pretty much the only words he uses to describe the food is disgusting i have no idea what the composition oh. of the food is except i've never heard any person more disappointed to receive an entire shrimp <laughs> <laughs> and it's like shrimp. the phrase there's a whole shrimp in here usually would make me extremely happy <laughs> this person it's the worst day of their life to receive a whole shrimp i guess um i will say everything looks pretty disappointing as far as side salads and shit and two onion rings two just two just only two onion rings <laughs> This kid is wearing a shirt that just says fucking Aquafresh on it. <laughs> Which is pretty good. I know that's not relevant, but it's very important to me. God, why is he so... Ne- like, he's already negative. He's very negative. Like, I mean, like, I get it. Uh, uh, I have hate-watched things before in my life, but, like, he also is negative but gives no information. I like the little mal. He He's given, like, a a plate with the smallest side salad I've ever seen. But also they give them, like, little hammers. These little hammers are charming. I don't know what they're for. Their assumption is that you get this Apollo Justice pot pie with his little hair on it. And you're given um, a gavel, which is this wooden mallet, which is very much not a gavel, um, to hit open the pot pie with. Which, I don't know about you, I've never had a problem getting a pot pie to yield to to my eating implement. So that's a funny idea, but... No, I mean, so um, the Apollo hair thing, cute. The Maya drink, cute. Yeah. Surprisingly warm is a weird thing. Is, yeah, that that was probably the most uh, informative piece of review that he gave of this thing. He's ordered a blue drink that looks like it may have ice cream on top, and he says, surprisingly warm. (laughs) Basically, soup is not a problem, my dude. Yeah, basically, soup is not a... I don't understand the problem. Oh my god, the phoenix hand! Oh my god, the phoenix hand! <laughs> the phoenix hand highlight of this video. But also, like, I can't understand... Um, I can understand disappointment in soup if what you ordered was not soup. But he doesn't inform us what it is called on the menu, or what it is described as in the menu, right? Right. There's like 87 gachapons behind him at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay, uh, you know, that was the time. So let's... 
now that I'm caught up, Phoenix's hand is fucked seven ways, and when you said that, I was like, oh, it's just sculpt badly. No, it's like a weird it's- puppet glove thing it's like made of fabric it's like made of fabric so like the fingers are twisted and then they try to put like nail like stickers on them to make nails and they're like peeling off it's yeah horrifying it's it is horrifying i will try and link this in the description though because i would like everyone to experience not just this man's disappointment but my disappointment in this man (laughs) yeah this is i'm more disappointed in this man than i am i at the cafe. The cafe is a little what I expected. It's it's exactly what I expected for a novelty video game food cafe, right? But right. But also, I, I'm more... I consume... I can't stress enough how much YouTube review content I consume. At this rate, it is all I consume. I consume podcasts and YouTube review content. And I've run out of my YouTube Japanese culture review content, and now I'm onto YouTube fashion review content. Like, that's where I'm at. So I was wholly not prepared for the the this person who drove two hours or rode a train two hours from their residence to go to this, in their eyes, shitty cafe and then not tell me <laughs> anything about All it. All right, I need to look at the comments. Oh, I haven't looked at the comments yet. Uh... Somebody else has given us a beautiful picture of pancakes in the comments. Yeah, and they're like, it was super tasty. What are you talking about? Uh, the mile set was super delicious, and the mile set has two pieces of cake with ch- red and blue chess pieces on them. That's so And then cute. a different piece of cheesecake next to it, and yeah. a waffle covered in what looks like strawberry sauce and whipped cream. It would be great if I could know what these things... This is a picture, but like, you know, the dude who did the video could have told us what things tasted like besides disgusting and warm. <laughs> what flavors are going in your mouth my dude i want to know yeah that was like for somebody who's like i was like oh i'm at a cafe and sends a picture like they're not they're not doing a food review for me i get it yeah that's fine it was good uh everyone's mad that he's so negative and then it's like dual destinies was a good game and so that started some drama in here uh, so once in oh yeah, he did. He made a crack that was like this soup is still better than Dual Destinies was the crack, oh. which like make make your jokes. I, that's fine, you know. Your whole shrimp is better than Dual Destinies. That's great, but like, like my guy, my dude, my like you cannot say like here here I am giving you as a person in Japan a look at this exclusive Japanese uh thing in English, right? He was just doing it yeah. in English, so clearly it is for an English audience speaking audience. And just not fucking tell me anything. <laughs> I'm floored. Uh, this is, like, I'm too tired to, like, be upset like I normally am, but I am with you. Uh, I will I will reserve this last tweet. Someone's just saying, who hurt you? And somebody responded, <laughs> the chefs. The chefs. <laughs> which, which, on a broader scale of Ace Attorney, who hurt you? The chefs. <laughs> the chefs, yeah. It's, hey, it's true. I, yeah, so I mean, like, I'm not saying this person's, like, a, f- a f- YouTuber or a professional reviewer. I have no idea who the fuck this person is. But I'm just, like, going from my, like, normal amount of quality of content that I consume to being, like, oh, this person's gonna, like, give me a review of some items from the AA menu and talk about, like, flavors. Uh, no. Nope. Nope. Or just, like, even if it was, like, a review of, like, oh, this is gross. Oh, this is gross. Oh, this, ta- like, this is bad. Oh, this is so good. This is so good. Oh, my God. This is so good. You know, like, 
at least there's emotions, right? Well, emotions aside, I mean, like, what, so the pot pie that they couldn't recognize that has an entire shrimp in it, but is basically soup, is what they said about it, right? Okay, like, what, you, you think it's disgusting. I know that it has shrimp in it, but tell me what you're tasting, and then you say, I don't like it, (laughs) right? Right. I, I guess, like, if you're not a professional food reviewer and you're not going to tell me the taste, at least have emotions about it. At least have emotions. Because if you're, if you're making gross faces or something, then I know you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, oh, this is revolting. Like, you don't even have the words for it, but your face says it all. Or it's just like, because I've seen people, like, emphatically even like, oh, this is so good. This is so good, you know? And you can tell they're enjoying themselves. Or if it's like, I guess maybe the whole point was this thing was so mediocre, he couldn't have emotions. Potentially. I mean, like, in that case, be like, it is flavorless, but you can't tell me that you encountered an entire shrimp in your pot pie and it was flavorless. If it's flavorless shrimp, then, like, you gotta tell me because you know what you're supposed to be getting, and that's shrimp. (laughs) I really want to eat shrimp right now. I know I got some shrimp in my freezer, so I'm just thinking about dinner. You gonna have some shrimp for dinner. I'm gonna have have more than one whole shrimp for dinner. That's for sure. And maybe, like, maybe this is a me liking food too much problem which is a problem that i am encountering more and more in my life is that like i like food too much (laughs) so maybe this is a me thing i don't know i think that uh your 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 base desire of wanting him to say what the fuck does the blue thing taste like (laughs) is not unreasonable and you liking food too much but perhaps good the, the top quality the amount of information you you desperately desire uh is is unobtainable unless is, you go yourself yeah, is probably the case but i mean i'm not like looking for you to give me all the minutia so that i can recreate it at home i understand that that is unreasonable um and if i wanted to i could probably make ace attorney themed food at in the comfort of my own home but uh without any capcom inspiration right um but i just want like what is is phoenix blue raspberry like what is it <laughs> What, yeah. what what does Capcom think Apollo tastes like? <laughs> clearly you're you're digging into his brains. Oh my god. Okay. And so there's shrimp in there. Now I think, Michelle, you've taken it to a new level of what does Capcom think Apollo's brain tastes like versus like we made this cute pot pie and then we put Apollo antenna on it. <laughs> Which is like the whimsy and then your deep disturbing mindset of what Apollo and Capcom's brain should taste like. Well, I know that that's not the goal of it. But like you give me a Phoenix Wright drink and it's blue and it has ice cream on it. What flavor do they associate with Phoenix? This is like how they came out with those Pokemon sodas and all the flavors were wrong. <laughs> Yeah, it's exactly like that. They were like, it's like Pikachu shouldn't be apple cider. <laughs> or strawberry or some shit. Or who was peach? Somebody like unreasonable. I thought it was Bulbasaur was peach. That would make sense. I don't remember. Like Gengar was like white grape or something. I forgot. This was on stream. Yeah, Gengar was white grape and that was weird. But it was ghosts, right? Maybe. Uh, Yeah, Squirtle was not a blue flavor. I believe Squirtle no. was a weird. A weird purple grape flavor or something something weird i don't yeah, know i don't recall and it's lost forever in the twitch i think 
Well, we read it out loud, so it's on the art. It's on the the VOD. That's true. It's on the VOD. We could watch ourselves talk for further time, but you know that's so. <laughs> I know no, that we've wasted now fifteen minutes with this, but that's the news. <laughs> that's the news. Which I mean, that was more fucking news than I thought we were gonna get. So I'm happy about that. If you're bored and you want bonus credit homework, extra credit homework, you tell me what everyone's flavor profile is. <laughs> Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Because, I mean, like, there's the obvious options, which is like, oh, Phoenix is blue, blue raspberry, Miles is red, but he's into citrus, which we now know is because of Ceylon tea, and not because of grapefruit. Uh, But you could get in deep, because Gumshoe's a Stouffer's lasagna, and we all know it. We all know it. (laughs) He is a- he is- it doesn't taste like one, he doesn't smell like one, he is one. Yeah. Alright, so we're finally going to deliver on our promises, unless we have something else to talk about. I don't think so. No, we got some emails, but we can, we can, we are going to deliver on some promises yet. Yeah, we're delivering on the promises, which is the promise of, oh, we're going to talk about prison pets, finally. Uh, So um, we had talked about previously is in the second case, Investigations 2, all the prisoners are given rehabilitation pets and it doesn't matter what they like are or who they are. But we also said we are going to rank all of the animals in Ace Attorney. Uh, so we're going to start with that. You want to start with that one? Sure, yeah, let's actually, start with that one. You actually put the, the the work into that one? I mean, I did put some work into it, but mostly I copy-pasted the wiki. Um, So I did not include here animals from DGS or DGS2 because we didn't play it, and um, manga-exclusive animals are also not included, except for one <laughs> that we'll get to. <laughs> okay. Okay, we're just going to run through the list of the pets and Stephanie's initial reaction to them, perhaps. (laughs) All right, go. Okay, Chocolan, which is the Persian cat owned by Buck Wheatley, the victim in the Soba case from SOJ. (laughs) Sure, okay. (laughs) I totally remember Chocolan. (laughs) All right, Um, there's surprisingly a lot of pets in 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 pl versus aa and i kept them here mostly because i found a disturbing amount of them were the person who owned them's only friend (laughs) (laughs) and as a reminder i still haven't played that one so you have so constantine zacharias barnum's dog from pl versus aa it's a little white fluffy dog with a little curly tail it wears a suit of armor helmet zacharias barnum's only friend (laughs) (laughs) the dog is super cute though it's a very cute dog. Uh, he's a bad dog in the game, though. He doesn't help you. He actively hinders you because Aww. you're, you know, Barnum is the prosecutor. So. Gotcha. Okay. Next. Yeah. Um, Cracker, which is a no- the, this second parrot in the Ace Attorney universe, also from PL versus AA, owned by a minstrel named Bardley. All right. All right. Is is Cracker Bardley's only friend? Unclear. Okay. Next. <laughs> Eve is a spell of Cantabella's cat from PL vs. AA. It looks like, um, Yoma, uh, it looks like, uh, Sissel from Ghost Trick. Yeah, it does. Uh, Eve's only friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There was a period of time where the game convinced me that, uh, this cat was actually a person who could transform into a cat. Uh, that turned out to not be the case. Because oh. magic's not real. Um, evil pharmaceutical companies are real. <laughs> Hey, what happened to the world in whimsy? I have real world to have that problem. Anyway. I'm just, well, I mean, this is a, a symptom of me playing 
999 also is because everything I'm consuming in in Japanese media at this moment is evil pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> like Leighton likes to have an evil pharmaceutical company. The, the PL Versailles, evil pharmaceutical company. 999, evil pharmaceutical company. You know, it's just how it goes. Um, Hoot, the storyteller's owl from PL Versailles. Probably the storyteller's only friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Margaret, Jean Grayerl's childhood goat from PL Versailles and closest friend. <laughs> Accidentally turned to gold. So you told me magic wasn't real, but magic's real? <laughs> No, magic's not real. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Jean Grail thinks that goat was turned to gold, but actually, I mean, it's spoilers for Peel versus AA. A bunch of stagehands switched to the goat because Jean Grail thought that she cast a spell on the goat. So then everyone was put to sleep in the vicinity. The goat was exchanged with a golden goat. What a crazy game. All right. <laughs> Because of, because of evil pharmaceutical companies. <laughs> um, I'm going to skip the next one and then just go straight to the next Peel vs. AA one. Snowy, the goat from Peel vs. AA, owned by Mary, the lady who's obsessed with goats. Okay, okay. Okay, backing up. Phoenix, Manfred von Karma's granddaughter's dog. Smarter and less foolish than Phoenix Wright. There's a manga exclusive Phoenix the cat, apparently. Hmm. Yeah, I was trying to find a wiki page, a, a wiki page for Phoenix the dog that Manfred von Karma mentioned once. <laughs> and We're... turns out that wiki page is for Phoenix the cat. Oh, interesting. Uh, we are obsessed with Phoenix the dog that Manfred mentions, mentions once, so. It's brilliantly done. And the reason why we're obsessed with it, with it is because, like, it's an offhand comment by Manfred von Karma that tells you just so very much about him. It's true. <laughs> he has a granddaughter. That granddaughter has a dog. That granddaughter named the dog Phoenix, and the dog is, you know, got a personality all its own. And Manfred approves of that dog. Yes. All right, next. Okay, Allie the Alligator from uh, Investigations 2. Lives in a prison. Uh, Anubis, Sir Dogan's dog from Investigations 2. Uh, I love this dog. All right. <laughs> I love that dog, but it's not a good boy. Um, Aztec the Elephant, the Big Berry Circus Elephant in Investigations 2. Yep. Jugemu. <laughs> Jugemu? Uh, sure. Giro Tenedo, the murderer from the Soba case, has a dog that she goes outside to feed a bunch of bow buns to as an alibi. Oh, that's right. So you see repeatedly Simon Blackwell remember this moment where he's standing in front of a window and you see Giro Tornado kneeling next to the dog with a fucking mountain of bow as the dog tears into it. This poor fucking dog. It's also a white dog with like a curly tail. It's like a Shiba Inu, but it's a white Shiba Inu. Um, okay, next is Leon the Lion from Big Bear Circus, who injured Bat due to sneezing because there was pepper all over Bat's scarf, uh, and then was murdered by the Big Bear Circus to cover it up. Oh. Um, Missile, the police dog, who is a Shiba. Yes, not to be confused with the other Missile. <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with Missile, from the anime, Edgeworth's Childhood Pomeranian. Um, not to be confused with Pess, 
Edgeworth's unofficial pet dog, according to Shu Takumi, who is a very large dog with white frills on his collar. (laughs) Money the monkey. (laughs) The monkey from Very Big Circus. Um, Napalm. The missing dog from the anime mall episode where Manfred eats pancakes. (laughs) Thanks for reminding us. Pomeranian with a little bow. And, um... The lady who attempts to claim him is like cow themed and it's uh it's an enjoyable time. Yes. Polly, Yanni Yogi's parrot. Regent, the tiger from Very Big Circus, um, who did not die and uh, appears in AI too. Oh, the second rifle mm-hmm. from Dual Destiny's bonus case, who carries around a little backpack full of flyers. She's a penguin. Um, her her kid is Sniper, which is the baby penguin that lives inside of Herman Crab's hair in the bonus case in Dual Destinies. So Sniper and Rifle. Mm-hmm. Um, Rocky is J. Elbert's prison pet baby polar bear in AAI 2. Um, Shadow is I'll Be Your Guide's dog, pet dog, who sits on top of his head. Mm-hmm. We've got two whales, Orla Shipley and Orla Shipley the first sister orca whales from doing yep. the bonus case. Shoe the cat, who uh, is man or is man on guard's only friend, and uh, meows during Shelley to Killer's testimony to give us a clue to the, to where he is located. Although he gets away before we can get there. Spoon, who's Guy Eldoon's dog. And lives in his backyard, and both Apollo and Trucy, I think, comment that he that uh, Spoon doesn't look too lively, and Gael Dune says it's because she didn't get her bowl of salty broth this morning. <laughs> um, Taka, the hawk, Simon Blackwell's hawk, the warbad bird who roars like a lion, um, and then the bear that Edgeworth fights in the Ace Attorney Official Casebook Volume 2. Which, which I happen to have right here. Uh, the only one that's not on here is really an honorable mention, and it's an honorable dismention. I'm going to put Skeletor Overlord of Evil, my cat Skelly, on blast, because he woke me up at 2.30 in the morning to sit in my microphone box on my microphone and be a loud piece of shit and then jump on my face. And he comes to the AI stream, so I feel like he's an honorary pet but he doesn't get, he doesn't make the list. Well, he's definitely not a um, an ace attorney pet with that attitude. He just wants to, he wants to be a podcaster is what it sounds like. Well, he is sitting on my lap now and he's doing a bad job of contributing. That's true. Hey, Skelly, who's your favorite? Nothing. Nothing. He just, he just smashed his face into my hand. Well, let's top five these. Or if you would like to to uh, just kick some off the list entirely at the, initially, that's fine too. Okay, let's let. I guess I can ask questions if I need to. Uh, which is or, or uh, okay. So uh, Chocolon, I don't think did anything in that SOJ page, <laughs> correct? I don't think so either. <laughs> like just like a just like a nice little add on <laughs> note there. Um, yeah. You said, okay, so actually, before we even start this list, when we say best passive ace attorney, I guess what makes a good boy? What is a good boy? Well, I guess, 
we're ranking them as as are we ranking them as pets or as animals generally because i mean like is a is a gorilla at the zoo a good boy i don't know it's an animal right like you could rank you could be like giraffes are my favorite even though the giraffes aren't good or well behaved right like right are we ranking them based on contributions or just based on uh other factors this is a good question i feel like because like Constantine is is uh is a bad dog because Constantine stops you from trying to do stuff, but that's from our perspective playing the game, right? He's a good boy as far as being Zacharias Barnum's right hand man and uh, only friend, which is the same for Anubis. Anubis is a good boy as far as um uh Murder Man goes. What's his name? Dogen. Dogen goes. Yeah. yeah. Like he's a he's a fantastically good boy for Dogen. But... He's a good boy and well trained for Dogen, but uh, Anubis is the only person on this list. Uh, Anubis and Leon the Lion who have actively killed somebody. <laughs> it's true, um, but they're both. I would argue they're both kind of good boys. It's definitely not Leon the Lion's fault, right? Um, he, he Anubis. Was was trained to kill people and he's just he just follows instructions very well which is a good dog i'm just trying to figure out if we want to we want to put the a animal's moral compass into play here or not uh, um it's a good question but let's x out i'm gonna x out chuckle on or i'll just delete from this who cares i don't need this list later okay deleting chuckle on um, I'm, let's de- let's delete people because that'll make this okay. easier. We're gonna delete M- Margaret John John Gray Earl's closest and only friend, the goat. <laughs> okay. We're gonna delete Hoot the storyteller's owl for similar reasons that like it's PL versus AA and he works for the bad guy. Um, Eve actually does do some contributing. Espella can't develop cat, so we'll leave her. We're deleting Snowy the goat. Uh, are we keeping Crackle? Cracker, sorry, Cracker. Cracker the parrot was, um, it was a, in Peel versus AA, Cracker the parrot was really used as a sort of, hey, you remember that one time when Phoenix Wright cross-examined a parrot, why don't we do that again? So it was a, it was a bad time for me, so we could delete it, because <laughs> Polly is better in every way. Okay, yeah, if Cracker's a, a, a bad clone, get out of here. Yeah. I think the alibi dog who gets sick on bow, I think we're going to delete that one. Jugamu. I feel so sad for him. Okay, we'll keep him on then. I'm just going, what's easy to delete? If there's any trepidation for deleting, then we won't. Money the monkey needs to get the fuck off this (laughs) list. I'm surprised you even, like, bothered putting his picture on this list. He is an ace attorney animal. It's true. Um, okay, Napalm the dog from the anime. Do we want to keep Napalm? I think Napalm was a- well, Napalm ran away. Yeah. So Napalm's not a lost. Or was lost. Well, Napalm got lost and then, like, behaved herself, mostly. So she can stay for now. Okay. Um, Polly can stay, Regent can stay. Rifle. Can Rifle stay? Rifle's a- a- uh, annoying penguin. So Rifle can go. Okay. Uh, Rifle's gone. Rocky. Rocky is good to- to his owner. I, or actually, Rocky like betrays Rocky. his owner. I like Rocky, too. Well, he he Rocky, just loves. Rocky but... doesn't betray his own. I would say that Jay Elbert betrayed Rocky because he was trying <laughs> to escape from prison and didn't take his polar bear with him. 
Yeah. So Rocky can stay. That polar bear loves him. It's true. And that's not a okay. crime. Uh, so keep Rocky. Rocky can stay. Shadow, I think, can stay. Do we want to keep either Orla Shipley? So I want to say no, but Orla's a good whale and tried to save people's lives. The, the Orla, our defendant, or Orla, the sister of our defendant? So both of them, though, is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> they both did the same thing. Okay, okay. We'll leave Orla's uh, Shipley. Um, Sniper, Sh- the baby penguin. Out. Shoe is staying. Shoe is staying. Shoe has to stay. Uh, um, Spoon makes Spoon me sad dog. also, but Spoon can probably go off the list. I'm sad uh, to say, but... <laughs> I love Spoon the dog, but yeah, I guess so. But Spoon, great dog. Perfect, perfect good dog. Good the warbed bird. Uh, get out of here. I have no get opinions on you. Warbed. I just realized when I was typing this up that war the warbed bird, his name is War is bad. War is bad. Warbed. Oh, warbed. Yeah. And like, yeah, warbed. But there is a song about that, and it did a better job than the warbed bird. So, <laughs> the bear that fights at Drift in the official casebook volume two. <laughs> uh, so what? Why does the bear attack Edgeworth? Okay, let me, because I did read this little chapter before we started, so let me give you a little litmus here. So the chapter takes place after the events of the first Ace Attorney game. So, like, Edgeworth is innocent and doesn't have his nightmares anymore. And the the mon- this this is not the official, this is the official casebook, but it is not canon manga. It is, like, fan-drawn, but they Capcom licensed it or whatever. Um, so this starts off with Edgeworth having a new recurring nightmare where he's a child and alone and dark and who shows up? It's Maya. And she says, it's okay. Take my hand. And then he gets scared and wakes up. Um, and then he has a weird naked shower scene where he thinks about how much this is important to her that he, or to him that he say thank you to Maya because she saved him during the case with his dad and everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Awkward, uncomfortable, don't remember that. Awkward, okay. uncomfortable. Uh, so he comes out of a store where he just bought a copy of a magazine called Prosecutor's Friend, and it has a poster of the judge in it. And he runs into Phoenix, and Phoenix is buying supplies because he had a prophetic dream where Mia came to him and said that Maya's in trouble. So he's buying supplies to go into the mountains to find her uh, and save her. And Edgeworth's like, oh, Maya, I was just thinking about how I need to thank her, so I'm going to come with you. And Phoenix is like, you're going to need some hiking shoes. And Edgeworth does not bring hiking shoes. <laughs> he doesn't own hiking shoes. <laughs> he doesn't. Instead, he buys some, prince, uh, his, uh, some pink princess chocolate wafers to give to Maya as a present. Anyway, they go up in the woods uh, in the mountains after a five-hour train ride, and they are hiking. Edgeworth almost falls off a cliff. Phoenix saves him. And Edgeworth is like, and then he's like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why can't I just say thank you to people? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, they they encounter a bear. The bear is fearsome. It has driven Maya up a tree. Um, And so Phoenix is like, I think I have some evidence that are like confetti poppers. Maybe we can scare the the bear away from the tree. And Edgeworth is like, we don't have time. And he pulls out a silk, a transparent silk scarf. Um, which he starts doing like ribbon dancing with. In fact, he he there's a very like shojo panel with sparkles and roses surrounding Edgeworth as he twirls this sheer scarf where he says, "Bear, you will be dancing with me now. Come." <laughs> so the bear follows Edgeworth, and he rips out his pink princess wafer cookies um, and throws them at the bear, and then leads the bear to the cliff. 
throws all the cookies off the cliff and tricks the bear into jumping off the cliff. Okay, the bear stays on the list. <laughs> and then and then Phoenix runs over. He's like, wow, that was amazing. Uh, and um, he looks over the cliff and the bear is just chomping on cookies. And so he's like, oh, he's eating the chocolate you brought. Looks like he's not hurt either. Wow. <laughs> so the bear survives and it has a nice little panel where it's happily eating wafer cookies saying yum yum with little hearts around it. Aww. Um, and then Maya goes and helps Edgeworth stand up and uh, she says, thank you for saving me. And he's like, wow, those are, you know, those are the words that I wanted to say to her. And he's like, it's so hard, you know, it may only be two words, but they're very important. So I'll keep trying to say them to people. So that's that. In which the fan mangas are better than the real manga. <laughs> Except for the weird naked Edgeworth thinking about my shower scene, I would say. That was yeah, a little bit weird. That was a little weird. A little, little un, un, undesirable. Okay, so we have whittled down our list slightly. Uh, now, I guess, I think it's, now we could do, if, like, they're a good dog because they're good to us. Or, like, uh, they're a good boy because they're good to us. Or they are a good pet. Or they are, like, and a good pet meaning, like, they're just, like, a good animal, like, a good pet to have. Or we could do a good pet as in they are good to their owner. I think probably the best way to do it is to do good to their owner and not project our own morality onto the animal. Cool. All right. Right. So, so yeah. So, the good is boy. Uh... Uh, so, going back through the list, uh, Constantine is good to Zacharias. Yeah. Eve is good to Espella. Eve does a lot of running away, I will say. Okay. Uh, I have, since I, like I said, since I haven't played these two, I'm just completely defaulting to, to what you think on those. Um, I mean, Eve's got that cute bandana. It looks, it looks like Cecil the Cat, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. But, uh. Uh, now, we learned a lot from Phoenix the dog, about Phoenix the dog. I don't know if Phoenix the dog gets to be on the list then. That's okay. We don't, we can take Phoenix the dog off. I just love Phoenix the dog. I do too. But yeah, probably not top five material. Yeah. Allie the alligator. Uh, Allie has fed some bad shit and that hurts Allie. But that's really all we know about Allie. Yeah, we don't know if she's particularly well-behaved or not. I think she's probably well-behaved enough to continue to be an alligator at a prison, but, like, who knows what that means? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So probably not Allie. Okay. I'm gonna stay firm that Anubis is a good boy. Okay. Aztec the elephant. Well-trained, performs in a show multiple times. Yeah, I think Aztec's pretty good. Like, uh, Aztec wants to eat all the apples. Yeah. That's about it. That's about it for in terms of cons against the steak. Wants to eat a all little the apples. feisty. I little feisty probably, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so steak can stay for now. Uh, let's see. This okay. Jugemu so, the dog. Jugemu can get go go. I'm just sad for Jugemu, but we have no litmus of how he is as the dog, other than he eats right. bow and his stomach probably hurts. Yeah. Leon the lion. Is a well-trained lion, except for the pepper made him sneeze, and that means that he 
used his lion mouth how lion mouths get used. Yeah, um... But it wasn't his fault. It was not his fault. It was an accident, and then he was put down because of it, which just makes him very sad, so... It it is very sad. Let's leave him for now. Okay. probably won't make another pass, but let's leave him for now. Missile the police dog is a good boy. Can Uh, stay, yeah. Missile from the anime. How do we feel about Missile from the anime? Missile from the anime doesn't really do anything. He just is, right? He just is a Pomeranian. Is. I mean, his old owner was going to give him up because he kept chewing on her shoes. And then Miles and Phoenix were both like, that is bad and immoral. And then Miles kept him. Let's take off Missile from the anime just because he's very non- he has he doesn't okay. have any weight to anything basically. Like he's just right. He's just the missile that we got back for anime purposes. Yeah. He's a retcon missile. Right. We know in our hearts Pess is a good dog, but he's right. he's unofficial. He is unofficial, so he should probably not make top 5. Probably not. I enjoy Pess. Pess and is... it's nice to have all dogs not be Pomeranians or Shiba Inus, if you know what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, too. Um, <laughs> so, Pess is like our honorable mention, and Skelly is our yeah. honorable dismention. Yeah. That's good. That's fine. Uh, so, I think Napalm suffers the same fate as Anime Missile, which is just no bearing on the actual series. Right. It's true. Polly the parrot. Is Polly good to Yanni Yogi? Because I would say no. Polly is treated very much like not having a brain. And this is based off the game and the the live action movie, which is to say like Polly just uncontrollably says two phrases. Yeah. Right. So I don't think Polly is a good bird. No. And even parrots are usually a lot smarter than just like repeating the same same phrases over and over and over stuff. again they i mean they repeat stuff but they also like do things unless you're so. gonna go like further brain logic which is polly was repeating these things on the stand so that way polly could get yani yogi the help that he needed but i'm not willing to give polly that credit i'm also not either because also like if it's less so in the game very much so in the live action movie is that polly repeating these phrases to yani yogi is torturous Yes, like it's true actively so if we're we can't project onto polly that actually polly is galaxy braining trying to get yanni yogi help because polly could help yanni yogi by just shutting up <laughs> just, sh- just shut up polly <laughs> or like saying anything else right i mean the anime they just or sorry in the live action movie they just made that more tragic yeah which is every time he said i like i love you polly goes it's not your fault so yeah but once again, just sort of the straight recording feature of repeating rather than being a good a good bird. Right. And so. in, in the game, it's more so like, don't forget DL6. And then the numbers of his dead wife's birthday and social security number or whatever. Um, yeah. Like that. It, it's like, don't f- remember the fact that you're hell bent on revenge seems extremely damaging. Yeah. So Polly, get out of here. Okay, Polly. Sorry. Regent the tiger, who is like Leon the lion, except Regent didn't have any t- unfortunate things happen to him, and he continues to perform and does a good job. Yeah, he can stay. Uh, 
Rocky loves too much, so Rocky can stay. Shadow, did Shadow fuck anything up? That's what I'm trying to remember. Or did he just be a good, helpful boy? I, I think he might have run into the palace yeah. backyard a couple of times. I don't know why these so pictures he's have a little bit of a rowdy boy. It's a little bit of a rowdy boy, but extremely cute. Extremely cute and extremely good to all be. Yes. Um, I would like to say, like, we could just probably lump the Orlas, like, together as one, because okay. that's Let in the spirit at... of that case. <laughs> Let me look at the Shadow Wiki and see if Shadow has ever done any crimes. This dog do crimes? This dog do times? He's a Tibetan Mastiff. What? So sh- Excuse me, Shadow- what? <laughs> it says Shadow is a Tibetan Mastiff. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um, he's gonna get so big so it does not say if he did any crimes it just says that his name meaning for uh for japanese and english and that the mark on his head resembles the mitama god shadow's gonna be like an 800 pound dog he's <laughs> not gonna fit your yeah. head anymore albie oh my god no. Okay, well, I guess he's a good boy, from what I can remember. Yeah, I think so. Um, so both Orlas are very good. They try to be helpful. They mm-hmm. try to save people's lives. They're very gentle, even though their teeth marks get on stuff. I would say even more than, like, the trained animals from the, um, the Big Berry Circus, the Orlas both uh, are so smart that they actively make decisions. And, you know, it's not just training they, like, do stuff actively and make mm-hmm. choices to help. Yeah, so they're very, very good whales. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shu, even in your little snippet here, proves to be very helpful by meowing. Whether or not Shu was trying to help or not, <laughs> Shu has helped. Yeah. Shu um, is two people's best friend, Matt of Guard and Shelly to <laughs> But yeah, I, she, was, she was actively helpful to us. Uh, Taka is actively helpful all the time. To Simon, and also buys booze. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then the bear... The bear is not helpful. The bear attacks Maya yeah. and attacks Edgeworth. Yeah, the bear has Phoenix. to go. <laughs> and this is truly unfortunate, because the bear is one of my favorite animals. Uh, uh, yeah, so we're, like, if we're doing our own personal list, our top two are pests and the bear. <laughs> I... I would expand it to probably a top three, and I yeah. would put or top. Let's do top four. A okay. personal top four is the bear, the um, pest, uh, missile, and taco. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's kind of my personal top four as well. <laughs> yeah, that we can agree on. Uh, and lay on the lion because he's tragic. Because he's tragic. Uh, so that's our personal, our personal top five. Uh, uh, but in terms of like objective canon. Uh, I think Eve has to go if Eve's gonna I run away. I think Eve has to go too. Well, I also kind of think like at this point we've ruled out um ones that are kind of do nothing, right? So right. I think at this point we should probably be narrowing it down to the animals who show uh active, like who actually do stuff, mm-hmm. and and whether it's in this case it's gonna be good stuff but i mean like people like Aztec and regent they do shows but they don't like do 
anything else. They don't make choices. Yeah. They don't yeah. have personalities. That's what I was gonna say. Is like they're cute little little additions to the universe, but they're not. They're not yeah. uh, stakes in the universe. I would say. Aztec does make active choices, although they are just being rowdy. Yeah, being a cute elephant, but I think Aztec yeah. should go, and I think both our lions should go off of this list. Not our personal list, but this list. Yeah. Um, okay. So we have Constantine, Anubis, Missile, Rocky, Shadow, Orla, and the Orla sisters, Shu, and Taka. Alright, this is where it gets hard. I think we can take Constantine on. I mean, Constantine actually does a lot in that game, but because you can't really judge fairly except that he's a cute dog, he can go. Okay. I, will. I know that everyone is going to find this extremely unfair, but Constantine can go. Constantine goes. I I stand by. I think Anubis is a good boy. Missile is obviously the most helpful of all boys. Uh, yeah. Shadow is also very helpful. Both Orla's, the Orla sisters, are very good. And while Shu is helpful to us and two people's best friends, I, we can't say for sure if Shu was going to help us. Like for- no, but I would say that. I like we don't know if Shu made decisions, active decisions or not, but we do know that Rocky's active decisions were harmful to his owner. It's true. So uh, probably we should take Rocky off. We should probably take Rocky off. Um Is Shu better than Anubis? No, I don't think so. I think Anubis we have is a better six boy. right now if we're lumping the Orlas together. So you want to knock Shu off the list and keep Anubis on top five? I'm trying to decide if this is if that's if that's fair, because Anubis had a lot more. Anubis held a chisel in his mouth for an unquestionably long time, right? Uh, he also retrieved and got things from a cake tunnel frequently. But I will say, none of the things Anubis did were out of Anubis's desire. It's true. Like, unlike the Orlas, right? The Orlas did stuff out of desire to be helpful. Similarly, I'd say Missile does stuff um, out of, like, going above and beyond of doing his job, Missile. Not in AI 2, but, like, in, uh, the, uh, in the Steel Samurai case, Missile finds things without you saying it. He just yeah. is there and he's like, bark, 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 bark. So Anubis never does any action that is Anubis's. It's always under order, well, trained he, training and orders. So like Anubis could be too trained. Didn't <laughs> like, Anubis like try to like get the body, like to bring it to Dogen or something? Like was well, it- he bought the he brought the body to Dogen because it had been sprayed with cake perfume, and Anubis's instructions are to to take anything smelling like cake perfume to Dogen, and then Dogen um, figured out that it was a body and was like, "Oh no, someone's trying to frame me." Anubis, go hide this. Okay, now make a case for a shoe because besides meowing that one time and being a good cat, <laughs> like a cute cat, what has she really done? <laughs> like he, he meowed that one time. <laughs> like I'm just trying to think of like. Based on what we know, we interacted with Anubis, uh, first off, more recently, because we just played That's that true. case. And I did just think about that Anubis actively barks at Edgeworth because he doesn't like Edgeworth. Yeah. 
So I guess that is some Anubis's free will. Well, Anubis also really loves his owner. He licks him all the time. But, like, I'm trying not to, like, count that because he's a dog. You know, cats aren't going to lick people all the time. They're cats. Well, I mean, Shu, we have to, we can ex- we can assume that Shu has done things because Madangard, who is a emotionless Psychopath. sociopath, sociopath yeah. like, um, whichever one, it, we're not clinical here. Anyway, Madangard, who is like a terrible human being, emotionless, only loves one thing, and it's this cat. Who immediately tries to, who, who rat, kind of rats him out a little bit. Well, the cat doesn't rat him out, but. This the is cat hard. rats out Shelly the Killer, who's a kidnapper. Who also loves this cat. <laughs> we assume. We don't know for sure if Shelly the Killer loves this cat. <laughs> I feel like there's a reason I thought that, but maybe there isn't. I don't know. We can look at Shoes Wiki for a second. Let's look at Shoes Wiki. Because, like, if you feel more strongly about Shoe than Anubis, we can go with Shoe. Uh, and I'll be Shoes, fine with that. But Anubis did some murders. That I'm not factoring in. He did murders because he loves he loves <laughs> Dogen. He loves him. Shu is man and guard's tabby cat. Shu seems to be one of the few things on guard actually cares about since he asked Phoenix Wright to visit his home to feed his cat while his owner was being held by a fur murder. During a conversation with Shelley to kill her, Shu meows. Just as the assassin hangs up, this allows Wright to figure out that DeKiller is holding Maya Fey in Angard's mansion and attempt a rescue. Unfortunately, DeKiller had already moved by the time they arrived. Um, his name is Shu because of Shu Takumi. Aww. And his French name, and that's the case in English, Japanese, and German, but his French name is Pantoful. Pantoful comes from the word for slipper. His Spanish name is Zapato, and his Italian name is Scarpetta, which is, Scarpetta is an Italian word for either a child's shoe or an elegant lady's shoe. So no, we don't get a lot of info here, except for those things we knew already. Uh, I mean, Shoe's also, like, from his little picture, is a very cute cat. He's a very cute cat. He's a very cute cat. Uh, Jessie give her her top five. Did either of them make it? What What are Jessie's top five? So, Jesse's top five are Pess and Missile, both of them. <laughs> uh, Eve, both Missiles and Pess, okay. Eve, uh, Constantine, because of the helmet, rifle plus bear Edgeworth fought with Nato. Uh, he, so, didn't fight the, he didn't fight it with Nato, but it's okay, Jesse. Uh, you know what? Jesse, Jesse's in for all of the whimsy pets, is what Jesse picked. I can't believe Jesse Taka didn't make picked based it. on cuteness. I can't believe Taka didn't make her top five either. Uh, so Jesse, Jesse was not helpful for this. Um, we can, you can, we can remove Shu and have Anubis because Anubis is more of a character than Shu. I just think that and I would, while we are discounting the fact that Anubis is the only one of these that actual did an actual murder, <laughs> uh, it's hard for me to ignore that. It, that's fair. Uh, and I think that can be why... That's why I would be fine with Shu bumping off Anubis. There's not much there, though. It, it, there's not much there. Cause Shu, I mean, I would put Shu low on the list, is all. She would be the number five spot. Okay. So we can we can do Shu because Anubis, did, Anubis is a good boy in my heart. He's on my list, personal list, but he did do murders, and he don't know that's bad, but it's bad. Although he, he's a very 
He's a very good boy. And we he, can knock. It's okay. Shu can be knocked off, and Anubis can be on. But now, now I'm gonna make you rank them. The yeah. ones that are less. less. So I, Anubis, I, Missile, I, Shadow, Orla, and Taka. Be, Anubis can be five because of the murders. I do. I do think that <laughs> that is a reason to keep Anubis low. Yeah. Uh. Uh. I think. I do think Taka gets the number one spot because Taka does, mm-hmm. I think, the most. I think this is going to be disputed between the so the number one spot, the runners for it are Missile, Orla's, and Taka because they all are extremely helpful. But yeah. I would say that the Taka and the Orla's are the ones who show the most initiative. Yes, I will say. I, so hmm. sorry, uh, Anubis five, uh, Shadow four, and then okay, the the top three are really the questionable ones here. Uh, I agree that Taka should have the number one, but I know people will be upset that it doesn't go to Missile. <laughs> I, you know what, I could see, like Missile. The problem. So the thing about Missile is, it's kind of like you said is even though Missile is very helpful and finds you evidence, Missile is also a very capable, trained police dog. And Missile isn't our dog. Missile is Gumshoe's dog. So we don't get enough personality, per se, from Missile, even though Missile has a personality. We've seen it. Just yeah. not to the extent and initiative that I see Taka or the Orla sisters have. Yeah. And I think the Orla sisters are below both Missile and Taka, because they are limited by what they are, which are whales. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was a whale kid when I was... I I had... Uh, my stuffed animal... My favorite stuffed animal was a orca whale. So I... that nece- Not necessarily a detractor in my book. I think a whale would be much more fun to hang out with than <laughs> Taka. <laughs> oh, yeah, Taka yeah. pecks people he doesn't like. Yeah, if I was to hang out with one of them, I'm definitely hanging out with Missile or Shoe. Like, okay, who do you hang out with for a day? Orla the Orca or Taka the Orca? I would hang out with Orla because it'd be a cute time. It'd be a fun time. And Orla, I wouldn't mind going swimming with, unlike Gant. Unlike Gant. I wouldn't mind very much. Uh, Taka will buy you booze, though. (laughs) You know what? I'm good. I can buy my own booze, Taka. Uh, But... You know, Taka's cool. I think Taka's cool. Uh, he's got a bit of a toot because he's been in prison. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think he has got the best interest for Simon. He is the most faithful, the most loyal, the most proactive. Yeah. Out of all of the animals in Ace Attorney we've seen. And he shows pretty much the most amount of um, free will, I guess, is what I'm going to call it. Like, Taka's the one who, Taka's decisions nine times out of ten are Taka's decisions. Like, it's not Simon being like, Taka, go peck Phoenix right. It's Taka doing that of his own. You yeah, know, t- it's The like... only thing is, Taka, go buy some booze. Right. <laughs> <It's> only... <laughs> because, like, he's like, because anytime that Taka attacks Phoenix, it's because Taka was offended for Simon. Yes. So, yeah. does that make him a good boy? No, it means he's got a bit of a temper, I guess. But, I think, I think he is the best pet. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and then Missile, and then the Orla sisters, and then Shadow, and then uh, Anubis, and then closely followed by Shu. Yeah. Uh, 
All right, so the, that was our Ace Attorney pet ranking. And now we can get into the real hot, hot discussion. Okay, well, we did have an email from Rodney who said that the best pet, in their opinion, was Met on Guard's cat, Chew, because uh, he defeated Shelly the Killer, which is, uh, you know, pretty pretty impressive there. But then Missile, uh, who is much more, who is... Uh, proved to be less useful than a metal detector, which is pretty savage. <laughs> oh. Um, okay, uh, but Roddy has a few, so I'm gonna go here. So, uh, uh, therapy pets should uh, counter the negative traits of each character, which is an interesting litmus to go by here. Um, that is. So Gant should get a rattlesnake. They're not the sort of animals to track down their victims like wolves or like Gant himself. They just lie in wait. More importantly, giving him a rattlesnake keeps him from sneaking up on anyone. <laughs> That's true, but I think by so by hold on by counter the worst traits of your of their of the person that they're rehabbing. Do you mean make them more deadly effective? Because that <laughs> giving Gant a rattlesnake <laughs> seems like it would just give him more power. Uh, I don't think Gant should have a rattlesnake. It just sounds very upsetting to like give him that sort of power. Gant should definitely not have an aquatic pet. No, although he might want one. Well, yeah, but that's not what this is about, is it? <laughs> it's clear J. Elbert doesn't want a baby polar bear. Well, clearly not, but he has one. Uh, so let's see. Um, so we can either sit here and we can discuss who we think Gant should have, or should we just go through what suggestions are and then we can come back around to everybody. <laughs> Um, we can do maybe lightning. If you can think of something for Gant to have now, let's do it. Otherwise, let's keep going. What can you pet with gloves on? Like, that's that's really what gets <laughs> me here. <laughs> something that doesn't like being pet is what that means. Um, I can picture him with a hedgehog. Or like a... That could be good. A hedgehog could be good. I think, un so a rattlesnake is good, but a boa constrictor is better. You're right. Not because it makes noise, but because it's big and ostentatious, much like Gant is. Yes, I agree. That That's also very good. If you're going to give him a rub title, that would work. It also just fits his aesthetic really well. Or a bow constrictor or like a python of some kind. Yeah. One that's not, like, whichever one's not poisonous. I don't know my reptile super well. I just keep thinking about the Britney Spears one, right? That yellow, pale yellow one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with how the snakes are kind of dopey looking in real life and like floppy. I just like the idea of Gant having a cute but huge scary snake. But also yeah. you look at its face and it's adorable and and floopy. Okay, you can have you can have a big old snake. I'm into it. Uh let's see. The Phantom uh Ren here ex uh says a peacock if his struggle is not knowing that who he is that a very bright unmistakable animal might be good for him. Pretty good. Yeah, it's something that can't be disguised. I feel like the Phantom needs to be taught some, some, uh, cause the Phantom was obsessed with like cleaning up after himself and destroying every trace of anything for- Oh, so a cat. Uh, so he needs something that sheds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he's got a white suit. So something that's got like black fur. Yeah. I guess it doesn't matter in prison cause you're wearing prison clothes, but. Yeah, but still, something that you're you're never getting all the hairs out because you need to own up to what your lifestyle is, and that's okay. You need to learn to accept that. Uh, those are the only ones that Rodney came up with, which thank you. Pretty good. Thanks, Rodney. 
Okay, so let's go on with OG Master Mask's uh, animal compilation. It's implied that the animal system in the jail is quickly discontinued after this case. OG would like us to bring up. Uh, but some people keep their pets, like how Blackwall is Taka. But maybe Kristoff wouldn't get a pet, or maybe Kristoff could get rid of his pet. Uh, but you know what? Who cares? Who cares what the rules are after this yeah. case? <laughs> this is all hypothetical anyway, so... Yeah. Exactly, and that's exactly what OG says. This is hypothetical, so it's a fun question. Uh, Look, let me hit you with Christoph Gavin for a second. Or did OG have one for Christoph Gavin? Uh, let's see. Uh, Christoph would have his own dog as his pet. Because he does have no. a dog. Let Listen. me say, Potbelly Pig. I would love him to have a Potbelly Pig. We're going to humble Christoph Gavin with a Potbelly Pig. Because Potbelly Pigs are adorable and great. And pigs are not actually dirty if you take care of them and you give them the opportunity to take care of themselves instead of just like living in filth. Um, yeah. Pigs will naturally clean themselves. They will also... But Christoph Gavin doesn't know that. And he should have a Potbelly Pig. <laughs> uh, Christoph Gavin can have one very cute Potbelly Pig. I did live in an apartment where across the building, the building next door, I was on the top floor, or across the... I remember that, our, yeah. Our next door neighbor had a big old, a big old potbelly pig. And, and it was a delight. It was delightful. I did not know how to be that person's friend, so I never did, but Skelly would come out on the balcony sometimes and he'd stare at that pig for a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mostly in awe. Like, not like he's like, I'm going to eat that pig, but just like, what is that? What is that? <laughs> Uh, so delightful. Uh, delightful. All right. Uh, we kind of agree he has a weasel of some kind, right? I think it's got to be a weasel. And if you want it to be less like on the nose, it needs to be like a ferret or something of the family of of tube-like <laughs> tube like mammals. A meerkat, perhaps, <laughs> um, if you want what's exotic. The ones, what's the ones that eat snakes? A mongoose. A mongoose, something like that, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's something in that family. Uh, Yanni Yogi can have his own parrot. I don't think he, unless, actually, now that we've discussed how Yanni Yogi's parrot actively tortures him. Yeah, maybe not, actually. Maybe not, actually. Maybe, like, a better parrot. <laughs> he could have, like, maybe he should have, like, a canary or, like, a different kind of bird. I just can't imagine him with something fuzzy or something reptilian. Maybe he just like a fish. That's true. Maybe he have fish. I don't know. I can picture him with either another bird or a fish. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, here's uh, OG has a lot of ideas for Matt uh, Gant actually, uh, but settled on electric eel. And so this is the exact opposite reason you said no How? swimming. <laughs> I was going to say no swimming, but I mean, like, swimming with an electric eel becomes dangerous, but how is Gant going to move around the the prison with it? Does he have to wheel around the eel in a tank? That seems bad for the eel, because, like, fish and swimming creatures actually need, like, way more room than you think, right? Right. Maybe, like, he just has a big tank that sits in his cell. I don't imagine Gant has freedom of the prison. That's true, yeah. I don't imagine he gets to go out to the yard. I think he's going to be in a Dogen situation. I would say that giving Gant, like, a sinister tank full of dangerous swimming creatures just adds to that, like, mobster feel for him. Like, it's very on-brand and on-theme. And maybe that's not what we want for... Like, for on-brand, 100% correct. Perfect. Great. Give him piranhas, too, while we're at it. But for not on-brand, like, maybe... 
Maybe we should give him something that'll help him change a little instead. Okay. How about this other suggestion? A goldfish? Because it's orange. Yeah, that could be good. I was thinking, like, a. what a if koi? we gave him, like, a koi would be good. But then I just got, like, thinking about how he transports this eel around. What if we gave him, like, some sort of crazy water backpack and a fish in it? Like a tank that he has to carry around with him. I'd be into that. Like, it's, like, very taxing punishment, basically, is to make sure you don't jostle your fish too much. Yeah, or something like that. And then I can see it with, like, this sort of belt apparatus that goes around the the midriff also, and then the fish can swim around while he's talking to you. <laughs> swim That's through so the little cute. Tube. I love that. Like I mean, the not... little hamster tubes, but, like, for fish for and for a backpack. Feet. Yeah, and then the other option here that uh, I think came up in the stream was a uh a parakeet because it's also brightly colored yeah that'd be good i think again if he had a bird he would like train it really good too but yeah so i think i think uh the big dopey snake is good uh or I do like the dopey snake i don't know why i want to wrap stuff around gant and make his uh... punishment to carry it around like a burden <laughs> like a yoke that he must bear <laughs> I'm into it. He can, he <laughs> but can I have, keep doing it. He can have a physical burden. So one of those two are, I think, are both good. Uh, uh, Dahlia, Dahlia is a hard one. Uh, yeah, because you could do the butterfly collection. Cause she's already got that going for her. Uh, that seems boring, though, right? Yeah. Well, and so um, OG was saying, like, you know, it's kind of like in the country uh, of Karang. Uh, she. You know, she keeps killing them, so the prison has to give her new ones all the time, or, like, so she keeps, like, sorry. So it's, like, if she she has to keep getting new butterflies because she keeps nuking them or whatever. Uh, Oh, great point. uh, Does she have a poisonous animal pet? Uh, Ladybug collection? Unclear. I don't know. Undecided. Uh, The things I came up for for Dahlia were, like, a chameleon, because that would be kind of cool to see um not one that like because chameleons don't always perfect blend in but like a chameleon that's like chilling out on her shoulder or something and just a very like zen kind of chill thing um or like a hairless cat oh god (laughs) (laughs) like you can't really dress that up in any way to make it cute really like some people find hairless cats cute Um, it's not me it's uh, not me, and I you you can see them sometimes. People put them in sweaters and stuff, and they're still hairless cats. Let me <laughs> like you can't hide let me it. Raise you from hairless cat to what about a possum? An like a cute possum or like an American possum? An American possum is is a, is an ugly cute, and I think Dahlia might be into ugly cute. Maybe, but they're like, I don't know if I've ever encountered a possum in a scenario where it didn't have a high likelihood that it had rabies. Uh, They actually have a low likelihood of having rabies because of their body temperature. Interesting. And I don't know. Um, also, when they're they in a ticks. trash can and they're chasing you, they, they you're not like, oh, the likelihood for rabies is low. No, yeah, you don't do that. Or is, you're is in a, a hammock chilling out at your dad's house and a possum comes out and starts charging you and you have to run screaming into your house. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't have the same possum experiences you clearly have had. Or when it's 4th of July and your grandpa hauls Why out the you barbecue. you have so many... <laughs> And it turns out a possum family has been living in his truck 
And that's all of the 4th of July now becomes getting the Possum family out of the truck. Well, my Possum exposure has been this this person on Instagram who has like an animal rescue I follow. And she's got a Possum named Juniper who's very, very cute. And that's that's it. That's all I got. It's a very it's a very cute possum that just sits around and eats and rubs its face on things and is kind of derpy. And I love it. I believe you, and I'm glad that somebody has fond possum memories. Um, I I just have many possum so, horror stories. The hammock one, I don't know if it was a possum or a raccoon. I couldn't tell. <laughs> So, so honestly, I could picture Dahlia with either of these trash animals, like a trash panda or a possum, because like they're kind of like, I don't want that near me. And it kind of like makes you aware that Dahlia is not a good person to be around. You give her like fair. A, a, a kind of like a pet that would be like, uh, like OG said, like, you know, uh, ladybugs uh, have, are bright red to signal that they're poisonous, right? So like something that's very like signals to everyone Dahlia is a danger. Dahlia is poisonous because she spends so much of her time trying to hide that part of her personality, right? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. So so maybe something that's that's like, oh like a possum who's ug- ugly cute or something <laughs> that's more dangerous and more st- like give her a whole fuck ton of tarantulas or something, I don't know. What are people mostly afraid of? Uh, I can't picture what tarantulas, though. No, I think tarantulas is maybe for somebody else, but not for her. There's lots of child activity on the porch now, so... Sorry. TM started their email, Happy Father's Day from a cave! That made a whole lot more sense when I wrote this vaguely near Father's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Uh... So, okay, going back, because I forgot Jams sent this email and I don't want to disrespect Jams. Uh, Frank saw it. Raccoon? Uh, I still think a weasel's better, but a raccoon's not bad. A raccoon is not bad. Um, yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Uh, Cover Yanni Yogi. Uh, Gant, big dog. I can't shackle him to a big dog for <laughs> so I guess it doesn't appeal to me. I don't know why I want to do this to Gant, but... It's okay. Uh, apparently, so going back to Christoph Gavin, according to the wiki, he does have a dog called Vongel. Uh, Mongol? Vongel. V-O-N-G-O-L-E. So, I don't know how to pronounce that. Well, I'm glad he has a dog. I just don't think he should have a dog. Yeah, so, I mean, he could probably get his dog in if he really wanted to, since his cell is so zhuzhed up, uh... But if he, you know, I otherwise I think a potbelly pig is a good punishment for him. Also, he has to learn. He, he has, has to learn. To learn. What about Manfred? So Manfred, James has, uh, James has said, I cannot see Manfred with an animal or not loving an animal at the very least. Uh, he probably have pets that adopt that he adopts on his mass adoption agency and leaves them unattended at the back of the cell before <laughs> Warden has to come pick it up. Uh, you know what I kind of like the idea for Manfred, though? Huh? Like a very determined hamster in a ball that follows him everywhere and mimics his <laughs> movements. Like, oh he God. doesn't treat this hamster like a pet, but the hamster wants so badly to be his partner in crime. <laughs> <laughs> or a guinea pig. Uh, yeah, One of the ones, something in a ball, right, that follows him. <laughs> 
I'm just picturing this like little Hamtaro situation where it's like doing the Manfred snap and it's like trying to push its hair back to like look like Manfred's hair. Yes, like exactly that. <laughs> Alright. I don't got anything else, like, sure. <laughs> um uh OG said he would have a well trained dog or a horse. <laughs> A horse! Oh my god! I didn't even okay, think wait. about that. He could definitely, like, okay, I don't think he should have a horse, but he could definitely he could, have but a he horse. he definitely have a horse. But the problem is it would have to be, like, a little sh- a little pony or a something Shetland to get pony. it in. A little Shetland pony to get it into the prison to have it manageable, but he would not want a little Shetland. He would only want, like, a, 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 a majestic steed. stallion situation. Uh, oh my god, but he would ride that horse everywhere even if it was only pony sized yeah he would oh my god okay well i like your hamster idea but i think i like the horse better the horse is better okay so manfred gets a horse i dahlia gets something i don't know i can't figure out dahlia still uh so let's just move on though gant gets to either have a a complicated fish tank on his body or a boa uh yaniogi I think a, a bird that's less abusive to him. Yeah. Uh, Frank gets a weasel. Kristoff, we took away his dog, gave him a pig. Uh, red, white. Uh, he could also have a hairless cat. I'd give him a hairless cat. Uh, OG suggested a parrot or something that's like really bright and flashy. That uh, is on brand for him. I'm just thinking like he's he's ostentatious and annoying. And so I don't know if you want to train him to have a bird that is also ostentatious and annoying. Uh, I mean, James said a poodle, maybe? Definitely something flashy. So, like, flashy definitely is on everyone's brain. That's what he wants. And that's what his brand is. But what would we give him in order to to rehabilitate him? To suggest in him traits that we think he should have. I feel like a hairless cat. All I can think of is, like, a fucking turkey. Right? Turkey's dumber than shit. It's like, Red White is also dumb, and so, like, the fact that he's gonna have to keep this turkey from killing itself is... It's pretty good. Responsibility for Red White. Or, like, give him an armadillo. An armadillo is interesting. Like, you can't dress that up to be cute. Or ugly cute. (laughs) An anteater? Those are useful. An anteater is also really big. Yeah, they are. We can come back to Red White. I, yeah, I, have I don't know. Better. Uh, D. Vasquez. See, she's a snake lady, but that's on brand. Uh, if she ends up in prison, something chill and calm. Maybe like a camouflage snake or a sleepy snake. Maybe just like Ish. a lizard. like a Just like a gecko or something like that. Or like a... I don't know different breeds of lizards, but, like, just, like, the kind that sleep on a heating rock all day. Yeah, that could be good. A little chill lizard. I feel like maybe she would want something that will alert her to people approaching. What's the kind that it'll it'll shed its tail if it's in danger, and then it grows a new one? Aren't those geckos? Are they geckos? Most, but not all lizards have the ability to drop their tails well. Iguana. Oh, yeah, give her an iguana. That's cool as shit. Or a crested gecko. A crested gecko can lose their tail but not regrow them. But an iguana can regrow it. Let's give her an iguana then. That's cool, yeah. Did Richard Hammond kill somebody? 
I thought Richard Hammond died. He does die, but did he kill someone first? I don't want the real man named Richard Hammond. <laughs> uh, he doesn't matter anyway. I don't care about his pets. <laughs> He's dead now. Lana Sky. What do we want to give Lana? He was the, hang on, he was a defense attorney who used to work for Marvin Grossberg. He was the victim in Miles Edgeworth's trial. I don't think he killed anybody. He represented Yanni Yogi and got him put in prison. Oh, he just, he just did bad. That's what it was. He did a bad, he did a bad, but he didn't do a murder. Okay. Then he doesn't get a prison pet. His loss. Uh... <laughs> Including his life. <laughs> See, I think Lana would have something that's, like, compact, something that's furry. I think she would want to pet something. She could have a ferret. Like a ferret or maybe a bunny. Oh, a bunny would be cute. But, like, kind of like a big bunny. With the floppy ears. Yeah, like... Not with the straight-up ears. The floppy ears. The the floppy ears. Yeah, she can have a a big old bunny or a hare, whichever one that is. Yeah. OG uh, didn't think that she would get a pet, but maybe she can have a pet rock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that'd be funny. Uh, You know, like just like Amir for Charlie, how Mia had Charlie as a pet... Because Mia's pet is Charlie the plant. Yeah, Charlie the plant. Uh, you know, she could have a ficus or something if, if you want to give Lana a pet. <laughs> a yeah. plant pet. She could have a plant pet too, but I could picture her with like a bunny if she can have one. Uh, let's see. Next on the list of murderers, uh, Gant, we got Richard Wellington. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, Richard Wellington. OG has no clue, so OG's out of that one. You talk about somebody that I would rather just give a terrarium to. It's Richard Wellington. <laughs> I guess he could have like a he could be one of the ones who just gets a dog. I don't know. I'd give him, I'd honestly just give him a hamster because they're they're actually like you got to clean those cages pretty frequently, and he would hate that. Yeah. Or to piss him off, give him like a bunch of goldfish in a tank that he has to take care of, but. We don't have to dwell on Richard. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mimi Meanie disguised as Eenie Meanie. She'd probably want something that's like ugly cute though. Yeah. She does seem like the one of the types who would have an ugly cute. What's the um what about a chinchilla? Yeah. Like a chinchilla would be good. They're they're a little she- weird looking but uh they They're also... a little weird, and people who have chinchillas <gasps> for pets are, like, really high-key about it. Because chinchillas like, sh- need, like, special temperature shit. And What about sugar gliders? They're just, like, same kind of high-maintenance. Because uh, I have an ex who had two sugar gliders, and he used to have to wear them in a box around his neck so they could get used to his scent. So they wouldn't be threatened by him. And then they're kind of, like, they can, like, glide around. They can, they're a little bit like a flying squirrel. Yeah. Yeah, she could have a sugar and they got the curly little tail or whatever. Yeah. They kinda like fit her aesthetic. Uh acro. Money the monkey. Money can go to jail with him. Perfect. <laughs> uh Mad on Guard only loves Shu, but I don't think they let him get to keep Shu. I think Shu does not have no. to go to jail. Yeah, probably not. 
But then what do you give him? I wouldn't give him anything is the problem. <laughs> I wouldn't trust him with anything. Manogard yeah, Guard is actually like like Dahlia burns up all of her butterflies, but like we think I think she would take care of a pet she was given to be in charge of. I think so, yeah. And that's most of our big bads. I would expect them to take the responsibility to care for something. I don't think Matt would. I think Matt would open his cell door and kick it out. Yeah. And it would have in that regard it would have to be something that is pretty self sustaining and does not need to be cared for. But maybe nothing. Maybe the answer is nothing. But maybe the answer is a goat. <laughs> maybe the answer is a goat. Because a goat eats anything and you can't stop it. And it can be one of those goats, the mountain goats that can kind of like jump anywhere or like land on anything. So you just go and, and Matt on guards in his cell and standing on what appears to be a sheer flat wall, the goat is 10 feet up in the air eating something of Matt's and there's no stopping it. I would also potentially give a go to Christoph Gavin, because that would piss him off. It'd eat all his books. <laughs> so I guess that, or like, you just give him another cat, and the cat can come and go whenever it wants. Yeah. But Something honestly, like, like, yeah, he's actually like the rare case where I'm like, I don't I don't think he would take care of something if you give it yeah. to him. Uh, uh, OG also brought up, which I skipped over by accident, uh, that uh, technically April May might have gone to prison for wiretapping. If she did, a cat or something. I don't think she would like to have a cat, but they would give her no. something like a cat. Uh, OG also has Joe Dark on this list. I don't give a shit about Joe Dark. I'm not. Oh wait, wait, that. April May pigeon. Oh, give her a fucking pigeon. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, she'd call it a morning dove, but it's a pigeon. It's a fucking pigeon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, back to Dahlia. I still don't have a good answer. Uh, Godot. I feel like he would give it coffee, and you're not supposed to give it coffee. Whatever it is. Um, uh, Jams has a one-eyed kitten. Oh, that's so sad. What about a luwak? Because, you know, the luwaks are the ones where you feed it the coffee beans and then they poop them out and they're fancy coffee. Oh, the cat, those cats? Yeah. Uh, a luwak just looks like a regular cat, I guess. It's like kind a, of like, I don't know, it looks like a badgery kind of? Kind of like a badgery bear. Like if a cat was cat was crossed with a bear. Uh, I do think that would be good. Or anything that just gives off, like, a broken stray animal vibe. Like Godot would want. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything I could think of for Godot just makes me sad. So yeah. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. <laughs> It's he tragic. could have a nice dog. He could have a good dog. He could have a good cat. Like, he could have a polar bear. He could have a giraffe. He could have whatever he wants. Uh, he might not live long enough to have one, so, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, next murderer down my list, uh, Luke at me. See, he needs to have, like, an unassuming pet. Nothing can outshine him. Um... Well, not well. Nothing can outshine him, but you want to kind of teach him, like you don't need to. Or he can have something real dumb, like the turkey situation, or a chicken, or something. Um, for some reason, according to OG, there's official art where he's holding a mouse. So, uh, so OG says that, that he can have a pet mouse named Zavari. 
That'd make it cute, or like a rat or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, I'm good with a mouse on him, honestly. Like, yeah, it doesn't seem out of place. Um, Furio Tigre. Man, Furio Tigre. I don't know. Give him a turtle. That's not bad. Uh, basically, like you know, like big and loud. Like he's big and loud, so you don't want to give him. You want to give him something that's opposite, right? And I was thinking of Japanese mythology or Chinese mythology and it's got like it's always like the phoenix versus the tiger and sometimes it's versus the giant turtle <laughs> so give him like well he's he's also a ferocious and shit but i bet you like give him a giving him a snapping turtle would be pretty good because he would be loud and make all this noise and the turtle would be like whatever man and then he would be like fuck you turtle and get close to it and it'd bite him yes yes <laughs> i'm into it give him a tur- give him a snappy boy a chill, snappy boy, ready to attack. Okay, we talked about Kristoff. Uh, Waki Kataki's fiance, Alita. She's another one where I don't think she'd take care of it. It's true. Um, an orchid mantis. Is that a plant? No, it's a it's a mantis, but it looks it's disguised to look like an orchid, so it's oh, pink. like a praying mantis kind of mantis. Yeah, like a yeah, like a praying mantis, but it looks like a flower. Ooh, I'm into that. Absolutely, yes. Uh, okay, next, uh, Wesley Stickler. He deserves the death penalty, in my opinion, and uh, nothing will suffice. He doesn't deserve a pet, but if I were to give him a pet, he can have a worm. <laughs> like, I don't know. He's garbage. I mean, he's the one where I think you should give him a pet rock and tell him it's a rare form of beetle, and so he's taking care of this pet <laughs> rock. But it's not, you know, like, tell him that it's something that is alive, but it actually is not. Or a beetle would be good. Like, one of them Hercules Strong beetles, so then he's just trying constantly to make him lift rocks and stuff. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. That's pretty Hercules good. Hercules beetle. Uh, Darren Crescent. He's all ferocious and sharky and shit. I think you should give him something delicate. And uh, fuzzy. Uh, Jamson so just a skunk. A skunk. <laughs> just gave him a skunk. <laughs> he deserves it. I think a skunk with his color scheme and style. Also, because he stinks. <laughs> That's very good. Same. I, I mean a chicken. Because it's worthless. <laughs> no, chickens aren't worthless. But they suck. God, there's so many people who I, like, explain how your mom raised chickens and how awful it was, and they don't agree. They, they like, disagree with me. They're like, no. Did they, have they raised chickens? Some of them either have or are currently own, like, I know one of my coworkers currently owns a couple chickens, and she likes them. Uh, but she also lives, she lives in the middle of nowhere, uh, West Coast. Uh, but then I have a couple other coworkers who just think it's a good idea. I mean, it costs, I can't stress this enough, it costs more to feed a chicken than it does to buy a, buy eggs every day. Like, you could buy 12 eggs, every, a carton of eggs every day, and it costs more to feed the chicken than that. Well, so Farm Girl with the, with the tragic pig situation, they didn't provide feed to their chickens, they let them go in the woods, and then the chickens would come home, and they would, the chickens would eat bugs and shit. So they didn't pay to feed their chickens. Mm, well, I mean, my mom... Also let them wander around the yard and shit, but then the neighbor's dogs would maul them, so, like... <laughs> so just owning chickens is a bad time, in my opinion, but people disagree. And uh, if you let them free range, you gotta, like, open the door in the morning really early, and you gotta, like, get them all in at the night, otherwise they, like, are getting mauled by dogs in the dark. 
Yeah? Oh god, yeah. Somebody told me that they had... Was it you? That raccoons would pop off their heads? No, I didn't tell you. I've never heard that, so... Oh god, so somebody was like, they kept finding their chickens dead, and it's because raccoons would reach their hands through, like, the grates and pop their heads off. Wow, that's fucked. That's fucked. Uh, anyway, Derek Krishad could have a chicken, <laughs> but I think maybe something less useful, even. I don't know. A guinea hen? Uh, um, what's the kind of fancy bird that hunters would shoot? A pheasant? A pheasant? A pheasant? I think maybe something that's going to sit in his rafters and he's going to be like, get down here, I'm trying to take care of you. And it's like... <sighs> like something that actively hates him. Because <laughs> he would try. He would try to make it love him. Maybe like a bat. A bat's pretty good. Let's do a bat. Uh, a skunk I think is also still good. But... Yeah. Magnifi, if he didn't shoot himself in the face first. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. He didn't get a pet. That's fine. Uh... <laughs> Uh, he also didn't kill anyone, he killed himself. That's true. I mean, he deserves to be in prison still for all of his other crimes. He does. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess I think. Uh, Jack Sportsman from Investigations 1. A lazy pet. What's a lazy pet? Maybe just like a floofy little dog. Yeah. But like one that just sleeps all day. And it wants to be carried everywhere. Yeah. Alternatively, a really, really big dog who wants to be carried everywhere. Oh, that's pretty good, too. A floofy big dog that wants to be carried everywhere. A a, a full-grown Tibetan Mastiff who wants to be carried everywhere. Cammy Mealy. Mealy. Maybe like a newt. (laughs) Just like a slimy lizard type thing. I don't know. I worry about her because she's asleep all the time. Newts don't need a lot of care. Yeah, I guess maybe, so. I mean, she could have a newt. I just don't want to give her anything high-maintenance or fluffy. Uh, Callisto you. She's a toughie. She's a toughie. Something that's gonna make her laugh all the time. Probably. Well, that seems like a monkey situation. Something in the monkey family. The Ikea monkey. <laughs> This is a fashionable Ikea monkey can be in jail <laughs> with her. Perfect. Uh, Quarkus Alba. Quarkus Alba. I mean, like, anything that he could talk to is <laughs> So we give him something that's deaf. Uh, I think he needs a plant because plants are get, are, grow better when you talk to them. Sure, we can give him a plant. Uh, the Phantom. We did the Phantom. Oh, did we? Something that sheds. Something that sheds. Uh, chameleon was a... Uh, James's suggestion. Yeah, that tracks. That's on brand. Yeah, sorry, I forgot. Uh, Ted Tornado. Ted Tornate, sorry. I don't know. That's okay. He doesn't really... Like, he sucks, so it's one of those things yeah. where it's like he's an intro case and he's not very present uh, or rememberable. Uh, he... He could probably have a hamster in a ball kind of situation that just keeps fucking running away from him. Yeah, that would probably be good. Uh, Florent LaBelle. Now here's your skunk. <laughs> Absolutely, here's your skunk. Um, oh, how did I skip Morgan Fay? Oops, Morgan Fay. <sighs> Morgan is hard. 
I feel like she's not going to accept anything that's not like super Japanese. It's true. So I picture uh, with like a like a very like pale Japanese fox, like Arctic fox kind of deal. Oh yeah, or like a fennec fox or something. Yeah, something like that. Uh, what about Aristotle means? Ugh. What's the most, what's the most philosophical animal out there? <laughs> oh, I don't know. An owl? Owl's pretty good. Socrates and the pig. So what's the exact opposite of an owl? <laughs> um, see, I can also picture him with like a, a one of those albino rats or something with the red eyes. Oh, I could that that would work. I was thinking like he could also have weird beetles. I could picture him with weird beetles and being super into it. Yeah. Uh I guess I'd skip Terry Flaws because uh he's he is actually a prisoner. Diego calls him zebra boy or something, so maybe he he could have a, a zebra in prison. <laughs> a zebra. Or like a cow. I could see him having a cow. Aw, he could have a cow. Aw. But he could also have a puppy that gets confused, and it's like a weird, oh. like a like a, a confused puppy that attacks its own self in the mirror. But yeah, that, that would be cute. More reflective of Terry Flaws as a human. <laughs> uh, but that's I think that's it for the amount of emails we had in terms of prison pets, and I think we went through all the murderers that I pulled off of court records quickly. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, so the only one I'm really just not happy with is what Dahlia would get. Because she's just so hard to pin down for me. But I think I think a chameleon would be fine. Um, or something that is very loud and bright. Yeah. So she could have, like, I don't think she would, she would tolerate a super annoying bird, though. No, I don't think so. So maybe something more exotic. Uh, camel. Uh, camel. <laughs> uh, sea lion. Uh, an otter. A penguin. Penguin's pretty good. Based on what we know it's wearing about- a tuxedo, right? Yeah, based on Missile and Sniper 2, they're just loud as fuck. Also, my oh, experience yeah. with real penguins. But they, you know, like, you don't think they're loud as fuck, but if they're yelling, they are. Flamingo? Flamingo's not bad. Did you see that video where someone says, can I get a hoya? Oh yeah? And there's a room full of flamingos <laughs> yeah. going, hoya! Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah that's, I didn't know that's what flamingos sounded like. <laughs> didn't know that, but that's what they do. Uh, I think I forgot, I skipped basically everyone from SOJ when I looked up, so I, I'm stupid. Uh, you know, that's okay. <laughs> I but, think we've been going for two hours, and that's okay if we skipped some people from SOJ. That's okay, but maybe Garon, we should probably decide. Okay, um, Garon, how big is, how big is an emperor crab? How big is an emperor crab? (laughs) I don't want Elder Scrolls. Thanks, Google. We're World of Warcraft. Are emperor crabs real? Uh, an Alaskan king crab is real. Tasmanian giant crab. Now what's the, now what's this? (laughs) Now we cooking. Oh, what's this world's biggest crab? The thing's fucking huge! Oh! <laughs> Click in this video, hold up. Where is it? I I mean, I'm seeing a man holding it. But I'm trying to figure out the name of this crab. It's got very intense music. I, okay, this is a compilation of just people holding big-ass crabs. This is not helpful. 
All right. So if I Google biggest type of crab, it says Japanese spider crab. So she gets that. I want to see how big it is. Oh, it is big, isn't it? Um, yeah, I just want a giant crab to follow her around. Absolutely. She definitely, uh, I'm 120% into this. And it can just follow her around and like blow little bubbles and snipper at people <laughs> like. Absolutely. That's what I want. I'm into it. And I'm... she's got a sort of spider aesthetic anyway, so. Yeah. Uh, her suggestion from one of our listeners was a spider, right? Like a spider? A yeah. So a uh, spider crab is fantastically choiced. Uh. Okay, and so that's all the people I'm willing to think about tonight. Uh, but okay. if you guys think of somebody better, a better animal for somebody, or what have you, you can just let us know and email. Uh, but to wrap up, we are continuing to stream every Friday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Links and stuff are below in, or in the description. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Uh, anyway, so we're <laughs> gonna keep we're gonna keep streaming investigations too. We're a good chunk of the way through the third case, which is the longest case. Uh, and that's been a good time. We'll be back next month with the podcast. You can email us, subject to this podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Podbean. Uh, you can send us an ask on Tumblr, object to this.tumblr.com. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks, Dark Shadow H2, off the YouTube for our theme song, Hey, Palatective Gumshoe Remix. You know, all the good and, stuff. Yeah, thank us, RD, for the Manfred songs at the end from your album. And uh, uh, find us on Stitcher and Spotify if you prefer to listen to us there. That's great, too. Yeah. Uh, any other homework questions or any other thoughts of the streams or any investigations, too, or any anything you want to talk to us about, please just let us know because we still got to milk this for what it's worth. <laughs> um, yeah, so in the meantime, I'm Stephanie. I'm Michelle. And that was Object to This, so why don't you object to that? Thank you.